I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. As we say every week, it is better than it has any right to be. It feels sort of crazy that it's already... See, here's, you know, here's the weird thing is, can, can we break the fourth wall for a second? Sure. Uh, that it feels weird that, like, it feels like it hasn't been long enough since the last show for us to do another show, but I think that's because we saw each other over the weekend. That's true. We did. So, um, and, uh, yeah, like we, we saw each other over the weekend and so it felt kind of like another show, even though it really wasn't, but we at least entertained the rest of the people in the bar. So that was a lost episode that wasn't really an episode uh it couldn't be because we were shit talking too many people in our circle that's so. true that's so we can't we can't ever have that be a lot of shit talk a lot yeah, of shit talk that's what happens jason too yeah well, him and his fucking comments making me out to be a uh i'm still i'm still mad at him oh dude uh yeah we weren't actually shit talking no we weren't we weren't really so I think it was the only one that we weren't shit talking, but everybody else That's was fair true. game. But uh, yeah. so you know. Uh, but as the intro says, I am Chris. Page here. <laughs> oh God, stop! No, <laughs> you did that today. I was so pissed off. I was like, I was like, because like the text came up and it was like, like the, to the four, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, we haven't used this that, one in a long time. That group chat had been dead for ten months. <laughs> Pull it open, and I just went, "Oh, that son of a bitch!" <laughs> like literally, it was uh, before today. The last message was sent on five thirty twenty. Oh my god! And it was probably yeah. like, "I never want to talk to you guys ever again." And then we just, <laughs> we just stopped. And then it was that. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> well, I'm also Chris. I'm, I'm not Paige. Uh, no, you're not, and together we are your your podcast, your favorite podcast's favorite podcast, the most downloaded podcast in all of the Talk Nerdy to Be Podcast Network, your friends with benefits. And I was going to ask, how's your week been? But I already know because we were hanging out over the weekend. It's true. It's so, true. so uh, you ready? Are you oh, ready? yeah, let's do this. What you got? Back to the can this week. I don't think the bottle worked out well last week. That's probably a, a smart idea. Uh, something I've had on air before. It's the Narragansett High Neighbor. Okay. Okay. That's all right. I mean, it, it, it's a decent lager. It's a decent lager. They come in 16-ounce cans, so, you know, I'm into it. It's not bad. Yeah, the 16-ouncers are are solid. I also forgot to use my um, my perfect description I have for Lone Star when I had that last week, two weeks, whenever that was. Yeah. Um, and that is Lone Star tastes like how you imagine beer would taste when you were five years old. Yes. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Oh, I did say that. Yeah. Okay. You did say that. Cause it made me laugh. 
And I was like, yeah, because I remember, like, when you're a certain age, you're like, man, I bet you that's what beer tastes like. And then you try beer for the first time, and you're like, nope, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. I don't know if Caesar's happy. I don't know if you can hear my neighbor in the background getting hype about something. I can't. Yeah, well, yeah, he uh, he knows that uh, he knows what this week is because oh, yeah. we built it up. And I also want you to know it's another one of these where uh, I tell that uh, these Tuesdays I always have to take extra caution when driving home from work. <laughs> I have to take extra, extra caution because I don't want, you know, a, I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to be involved in a wreck. I don't want to be, I don't want anything out of the ordinary to happen because in my passenger seat is correspondence from an inmate. And this time I will tell you because I left this detail out. When, when I when I teased it, because you know it's the it's the potential start of the uh, the Friends with Benefits Prison Book Club. Yes. But what I did not tell you is that this correspondence, this correspondence, <laughs> is from a lady. What? Yeah. So. I think I think it's our first ever uh, female uh, correspondence jail mail. Uh, for some reason, I thought we'd had like back in the day. I thought we'd gotten a letter from a women's prison Did in we? like Alabama or something. Did we? I don't know. I don't know. Well, this one is uh, this one comes to us all the way from the South Boise Women's Correctional Center. Uh, it's from Boise, Idaho. So if you ever wonder how much of a reach we have, um. Idaho? Uh, yeah. The South Jeez. Boise Women's Correctional Center in Boise, Idaho. So, uh, yeah, we have we have a hell of a reach, man. The goal is, my goal with this show is we can't stop until we get jail mail correspondence from an international inmate. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the one that like that's that's the uh, like when everybody asks like or like there's a picture if you look it up uh, where like it's that screen cap of from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when Charlie gets the golden ticket and he's just staring at it <laughs> like when we get when we get an international inmate to send us something that's going to be my face and then I'm just going to be like fucking show's over like I've got like I've, I've got nothing left. To, to check off at that point. Like, what else do we need? So that's that's what happened. That's what will happen. But, and of course, all of these start, you know, they're officially, like, we've had people try and cheat and uh, and just send us mail, uh, send us emails or whatever, saying that they're incarcerated. But the official ones all start out with the top that says, you know, it has the notice on the top that says um, attention or caution or warning, depending on... Um, you know, which, which level of security it is. And it says the following correspondence or electronic correspondence <clears throat> was sent to you. Oh, I'm sorry. The following electronic correspondence <laughs> was sent to you from an inmate inside the whatever 
correctional facility, detention center, whatever, whatever. And then it goes on about not uh, um, falling for scams and stuff like that. So that's how you know they're official. But today's correspondence <laughs> comes from, as I said, the South Boise Women's Correctional Center. Make sure it doesn't say facility. Hold on. Yeah, the South Boise Women's Correctional Center. And it is from, uh, as, as we always do, I will not give out full name or anything like that, although it is in here and uh, all of that. But this is from uh, inmate April. O'Neill? I wish. I wish, because there was no pizza stains on it. So I don't think... Um, uh, we've only had, like, uh, I, we, we haven't had any, thank God, that are... Because um, sometimes, like, they'll write up, like, and sometimes we get, like, they'll write it and they'll scan them. Right, but we we fortunately have not had any correspondence that um, uh, has any kind of unidentified smudges or markings or anything on it because that's kind of where I draw the line. But uh, it reads from April. It reads, "Dear Chris and Chris." Oh, she already fucked up and didn't get the name. I know, right? So uh, you you may you may want to wait before you hold your, you may want to hold your criticism. I'm holding my criticism. Hold your criticism. It says, How are you guys? I love listening to you very much. That's nice. I like that. I have been stuck inside this god-awful place. Awful. Spelled wrong. Two L's. Um, I was going to guess... Uh, all A-W-E. A-W-E, yeah, no, just A-U-A-W-F-U-L-L, awful place. Okay. Um, sometimes I forget what life was like before, and hearing your show brings that back. Oh, that's nice. Hey. That's nice. We don't get Facebook or any other social medias, so I don't know what you guys look like. I assure you it's disappointing. Uh, well, she says, and that follow, immediate follow-up is, but you sound handsome. Oh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> Has to be talking about you with that No, well, you say that, but... Oh, no. Here it comes. You ready for this? No. Yeah. But I don't really care what you guys look like, because you sound great, and great is all caps. It's all like uppercase, uppercase letters. Um, I know you guys don't get out here very often, but, yeah, or ever, uh, but I have amended, amended is spelled very wrong, by the way, um, my visitation list and have put you both on. <laughs> I don't know how, because... I don't. We, we 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 let our last name slip a lot. Damn it! Yeah, that's true. I was, I was just about to be like, I don't think that I've ever said my last. Yeah, yeah. No, we have all the time, all the time. Um, yeah. Uh, so I put you both on my visitation list. It takes longer to update the conjugal visit list, but I can add you to that too if you'd like. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, hard pass. Um, if we ever get out to Idaho, that might change. But you know, hard pass. Uh, <laughs> our task. Uh, I hear you guys always read 
inmate male and would love nothing more than to have my letter read. Well, here you hey. go. Dreams do come true. To sweeten the deal, and this is this is why I picked her. Um, to sweeten the deal, I hear you talk all the time about wanting to start a book club. Yes. Yep. And I have a suggestion. They don't allow us to have this book in in inside. Yeah, inside. Comma. But I read it a long time ago before I got popped. Now I think I think when you get popped, that's what happens when Koran's on your conjugal visit list. <laughs> and yeah, see, you just called me by my last name. <laughs> well, we call it correspondence. Am I supposed no, to pretend? True. Yeah, valid point. Valid <laughs> do point. I do I pretend that that's not? Anyway, um, I guess I need to have a conversation with Matt about that nickname. Yeah, so. yeah, we we may want to revisit that for your own health and safety. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe. Um, okay. Um, I read this book, and you will love it. There's an exclamation point. It's called Passing for Human by jo- it, it almost, uh, J- Jody, J-O-D-Y, that's almost an A, Jody Scott from the 70s. This book is great. It has everything you want. In in the story, a space dolphin, oh, I'm in, lands on Earth and changes form to be a woman. There's a lot of boob talk, which I know you guys will like. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but... Uh, a rip-roaringly magnificent time. <laughs> I think for human is quite like anything anyone else has ever done. That's from Neil Gaiman. That dude. That dude's weird. Okay. Okay. When a dolphin-like alien comes to Earth disguised as a female in a human female body, mm-hmm. it sets stage for a wild feminist romp that stranges that outstranges stranger in a strange land. I mean, I do love a good romp, but. Uh, yeah. Um, I loved it a lot and read it more than once because there was a lot of boob talk. She's all about this boob talk. A lot of boob talk, and I could relate because people often stare at my boobs. Okay, I mean, whatever. Um, So if you guys want to read this one instead of that wizard penis book that the other guy talked about there you go and then uh, let's see keep up the good work all the best april there you go there's your correspondence uh so this book um yeah it's called passing for human from the 70s. Uh, the cover's interesting. Um, dolphin, alien, pretending to be a, a human. Um, I don't know. Do you? Uh, what are your thoughts on this book? I, you're looking up the book, right? Or yeah, you I'm did looking, look up I, the book? I, I looked it up. It, 
it's it's only got three point four on Goodreads. Oh, so. that's not as good as I hoped. Yeah. Um. I was expecting at least a four. Um. Wait. It's like the first in a series. Oh, I, that, there was no mention of any series in this uh, Koran Spontance. Oh, well, that's a little expensive. Okay. It does, is it not one of those that's like free with Prime? I love those books. No, Give me those no. books. It's uh, it's 15 bucks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we want to invest that much in. Um, I don't know if we really want to invest $15 in a book. Um, uh, God, there's no way to say this with no offense, even though I'm going to say no offense. Uh, uh, recommended by an inmate. Like, $15 is a lot. I mean, if you want us to read something that you have access to in, like, in while, while you're locked up with, like, a group of your friends, sure. Yeah. See, I feel uh, like that selection is going to be real terrible because, like, the, the limitations on the books that they have is a lot. Yeah, man, I guess we'll reread To Kill a Mockingbird at that point. I don't really want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm going to be honest. I really don't want to do that. Like, But, uh, again, if it's something that, like, your group is going to read, yeah. sure, we're in. Yeah, I'm be convinced. I would be willing to read the Rageaholics Anonymous manual. <laughs> like, as I'm assuming that's what people in jail read or like reasons to not make a shiv or something. I don't know. I, I think they can make like requests and stuff. Really? I don't know how it all works. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about it. Um, uh, I'm going off of like Oz. So oh they can God. Make, oh they, God. Could, they can make book requests in that. And a bunch of other really gross stuff. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. So, uh... Um, don't read John Dies at the End, though. <laughs> I don't know. Is that allowed in... In the it's Slammer? Sci-fi be horror. No one... Would it give them, like, ideas? I don't know what the rules are. Like, I don't know if it has to, like... I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's good that we don't know, though, because that means that we've never been yeah, to jail true. or prison. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, shit, that doesn't help me now. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, again, probably for the best, but it doesn't help me. Um, so, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so there you go. Uh, I feel like that one's... A pass, uh, April. We appreciate the the suggestion, but I feel like it's going to be a, a pass. Uh, if you have any other ideas of books you can read while you're again, if you can get a access to a book for you and your group, yeah, like we're happy. But at that point, like you know, we don't want to have like we we kind of don't want to go back and forth about a book that you've already read and that we'd be reading for the first time. Like we, we want that like week to week interaction about like, Oh, we're going to talk about chapters one, two and three this week. Or yeah. as opposed to like, Hey, we read this and then the, we don't want each segment to take two weeks basically. Right. Well, because here's the thing is like, I will go on record as to say, if we pick a book, like somebody picks a book, uh, like, we will devote time every show to going over us reading this book um, 
you know, uh, recommended by an inmate. I feel like that's a fair trade. Nothing religious. I'm not reading the Bible. No, well, no, but you know, we uh, like, like now, like we're not going to just pick any suggestion that they give us. Dude, can I tell you a really weird story? Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. So I did uh, a gift exchange in an online group at one point, and I got uh, like I got matched with um, this guy who like I met him once or twice. It, it was a it, it was a Facebook group. It was a small group of us. Most of us knew each other, or had at least met like once or twice. And I get matched with this dude. I'm like, all right, he wants some like pop figure. Sure, once like he he really liked nerds candies, which. Everyone should like nerds candies. If you don't like nerds, then you're weird. Hey, you are what you eat. Um, hey. Hey, I'm right there with you, man. I bought the Star Wars ones. Had Star Wars nerds? They did. They was red and blue in the same pack. Yeah. Oh, that's red. Sure did. Everyone should like nerds, though. Um... So that, and then, like, the sh- there was one thing on the list that just really stuck out to me, and it was the Star Wars Bible. Oh, no. And I thought maybe it was, like, someone, and I, I have nothing against anyone who's religious, you know, do your thing. But it's a retelling of the Bible set in the Star Wars universe. See, that's weird. I, if it was like the Star Wars Bible, like th- this is the essential, you know, book to have with the Star Wars franchise, like I'm in. Yeah. But like an actual retelling of, yeah, that's weird. I, I don't know about that. That's that's odd. That's that's weird. Yeah. Um, so, and of course, like, I mean, I, I, he talked about how he really wanted it, and I was like, fucking fine. I shelled out the money for it, but it was one of those things where I was just like, I, like, I feel like that's one of those things you get for, like, <laughs> no pictures means I'm not interested like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, everybody now in the chat's talking about books and now i had to chime in with hey if there's no pictures i'm not interested <laughs> i feel like uh, that's a, just a what was i gonna say but i i feel like that's up there with like uh catcher in the rye like if you order that you're on a list now so yeah oh so yeah that was a that was a thing that was a that was a, a real thing that happened a true thing that i feel like when you say that that means that i shouldn't be skeptical at all no, because Dude, if I was gonna if I was gonna make up a story, it wouldn't be. Uh, oh gosh, gonna sneeze, gonna sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> Damn it! Usually that works. Usually when you say bless you to somebody and they're about to sneeze, they don't sneeze and then they get mad at you. I muted it for the second one. Um, well, you know, you're halfway there. We'll get you faster on the mute switch. No, nah, but it's funny. It's funnier if we have the bit about the first one. That's so. true. Oh, man, I should have had Satan come up and tell you. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? He heard you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're in an echo. Hold on. Did you enter your chamber, sir? I did. Wow, what the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> Please tell me you have to do the rest of the show. I can't turn this up. I don't know how to turn this up. Hold on. I hit the button. Hold on. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Well, on the show, at least. 
Okay, how about now? Okay, fixed it. Ooh. Fixed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, what I should have said is, uh, you know, should have been like, oh, man, you, you said I'm about to sneeze, I'm about to sneeze. And then he says, oh, God bless you. And then he goes away. Oh, man. See? I, I've missed him. Man, it's been what, since, like, Halloween? I know, man, it's been, well, you know, you and I have talked off air since then, but. Yeah, man, we sure have. Spoken on it, but, yeah. yeah. You still owe me 20 bucks. Hey, 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 listen, listen. I got the Saints as far as I could, okay? Fair, fair, fair. But Tom Brady is just unstoppable. His contract is ironclad. Is that with you or with God, though? Uh, it's, yeah, he's, he's, he's one of his. Yeah. He's not one of mine. I wish, man. I tried. I got Gronk, though. That, that is fair. That I got Gronk. He got all those kids eating Tide Pods. That shit was awesome. Dude, and you locked down Fred Durst recently, too. Yeah, sure did. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Was that, was that just for me? No, dude, you know that was just for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate Hell you, yeah. All right, man, I gotta go. Right. I'll be back. I'm always watching. Good, good. Man, he's so nice. Oh, oh he's Satan. Good dude. He's good dude. Oh, Satan. I remember when he was... Uh, yeah, I think the last time he's been on the show was October. Probably Halloween. I think it was the oh, Halloween. Wait, oh, did he come... Did, I thought he came and said, wish us a Merry Christmas. Maybe. Maybe he did. I don't know. I can't keep track uh, of him. He's a mover and a shaker. Uh, he's he's busy. Who okay boomered us? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Damn. All right. So it's because I can't... I can't... Like, I, I, like, okay, I've never hit that button on the mixer before. And so it switched it to the other one. Um, so yeah, that was that was my fault. I did that. No, but it was funny. It was funny. I mean, I, I really legit thought I was gonna have to shut this damn thing off and start over again. No way, man. No way. We, we were just gonna we, we were just gonna keep on rolling. No, I'm uh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, no, I was gonna have to uh, just power cycle the uh, the mixer. It wouldn't have like it would have been fine, but. There's only, there's only one thing that stops Limp Biscuit jokes, and we both know what it is. Yeah, it's true. We run out of time in the studio. Tomorrow makes day 225. Why, though? Like, you know that it can't stop. 125. It can't stop, won't stop, till Fred Durst comes on this show and tells you to stop. It's true. Fred Durst himself must tell me to stop the memes. It's the only way that you'll stop doing uh, Limp Biscuit memes, like, every day. It's either that or I'll run out, and I currently have, I think, about 400 saves. Oh, yeah, so. it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, is it, yeah, he, he's got to come on the show and do it, and he's got to, you know, um, not leave us on red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. I swear, at some point, he'll be desperate enough to come on this show. I don't know. Bored. Maybe. I think the word is bored. Yeah, sometimes he'll be bored enough to come on this show. Yeah, he's sure as shit not releasing their album that's apparently been done for like five years. What? I'm not bitter. No, I can tell. The Foo Fighters are doing it. Why can't he? Mm. Do we need to start like calling him out to make him angry to show up on the show, or will that be worse? We, we, we start tagging Fred Durst uh, with the hashtag release Stampede of the Disco Elephants? Like, I, I was going to say, like, hashtag release it, pussy. Is that too aggressive? Maybe a bit. Maybe Red a bit. hat wearing pussy. Is that is that a hashtag we can use? Uh, 
God, can the show title be called Red Hat Wearing Pussy? Sure. I feel like we can't. I I feel feel like we can't do that. I want to Uh, do that, but we can't do that. We both know I can't do that. Red Hat Wearing Jerk? Also, I feel like making any Red Hat comments right now might still be Yeah, so we'll we'll just, we, we will not... Uh, I, I, yeah, so. I, uh, yeah, that, that's not this show. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so I, I told you, uh, like how long ago, o- over a week ago, uh, about the, the deep dive that I've been like lost in, right? Oh, yeah. Um, for everybody that has not been subject to my text rants. Of which there are many. Uh, I have been deep diving into the uh, the lost Nightmare on Elm Street game for the original Nintendo. And basically, uh, crappy game maker LJN, uh, who had like every license known to man and couldn't make a good game really to save their life. Um, they They, for a long time teased a Nightmare on Elm Street game and all the promo shots and all the stuff that led up to it was basically a completely different game than what everybody got. And so there's all this controversy about are those pictures that everybody saw just mock-ups and they weren't real like still shots from the demo? Is there a demo that exists? Um, You know, and so I, I've spent the better part of like more than a week just deep diving into the history of this game. And if you want to lose a whole bunch of time in your life, look up the original NES Nightmare on Elm Street game. Um, because, yeah, it it like consumed me for a while. But um, I think I'm finally. I've, I like. <sighs> I was out of it, but then it led me into like more, just more lost media. Yeah. Um, cause like, cause the, uh, like the original thing was like, it was an NES game where you got to play as Freddy Krueger killing kids before they sent your bones. Like they burned all your bones and I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. That sounds rad as hell. And then. Like, then you realize, oh, that game might honestly never have existed. And then you're like, that's a bummer. So, um, you know, uh, it just lost media leads to a lot of heartache is what I will tell you (laughs) is what I've learned. And so I sent you the web page that was like, hey, man, here's a list of every known lost media item in every form of media there is. Yeah, this thing is, this website is amazing, but it is such a fucking time sink. It is. I love it. It is. It is, like, really, what, the, the, uh, what is the Lost Media Wiki? Yeah, lostmediawiki.com is, and they divide it up by, like, movies, TV shows, comic books, lost recordings of live actual events that happened miscellaneous stuff like audio like it's every everything that you could lost animation lost advertising uh lost internet media literature puppetry um just all this stuff and it's all organized in a really really good way and they have all it's got 
you know, supporting pictures and stuff where available. But yeah, it is like the biggest time suck of a website that I've found in a long time. And we love it oh, so much. Yeah, uh, I love everything about it. Uh, some of it is like I don't really agree with. Like if you go to the um, uh, the films part, they have like deleted scenes and stuff. Eh. Uh, which I'm like, eh, that's kind of a reach. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, uh, there's, uh, there's a couple like gems in here. And, uh, I want to know, cause I know you've spent some time diving in on this site and I want to know some of the gems that you've found that I probably missed. And wow. I've got some, I've got a couple gems that I want to share with you. Uh, well, I, I kind of gave you an insight as to what my first one was going to be when we saw each other. Yeah. Um, and it is the, uh, <laughs> so my friend Sean always puts it, uh, that the reason he enjoys the first and seventh res or the first and seventh Resident Evils are the only one that actually live up to title the title because those are the only ones where the game takes place in a residence that is evil. <laughs> it's it's not wrong. But if you look up and there, there's like a an, an E3 trailer, there are a couple different trailers to back it up, a couple articles, and even some like screenshots and that kind of stuff. There was. Uh, Resident Evil 4 was initially a very different game. Um, you're still Leon. Like, apparently that was always... You're, you're always Leon Kennedy. Like, that's that, that's Resident Evil 4. And... Um, so, there are actually two different things about it. Uh, there was one that never really saw the light of day at all with, like, a trailer or anything that was supposed to be very reminiscent to, like, Devil May Cry, which on paper just sounds terrible. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to yeah. play an Oni Musha or Devil May Cry style Resident Evil. No, like I'm not playing bad. those for like ultra action or anything. Um, then there was one where they took it in more of a, as the article I'm reading or looking at right now, while I'm talking describes it as kind of like a closer to like a silent Hill style, like um, where Leon is, in this undisclosed location, it kind of looks like he's in an, uh, a, a mansion of sorts, or some of the screenshots even make it look like he ends up in like a castle at some point, or one of the trailers does. Uh, and you can see where like some of the level designs ended up coming from and that kind of thing, but there's this recurring character, kind of like uh, Nemesis, or I can't think of the tall dude from Resident Evil 2 with the gray face. Uh, oh yeah, we call him old gray face. No, that's the, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. That's the old one. gray uh, face. So, except this is like a faster moving dude with kind of like a giant hook, kind of reminiscent of uh, what it kind of like what what the dude kind of reminds me of. And the kind of look he had was kind of similar to. Clock tower, except with just the giant hook instead of the giant scissors. That's cool. Uh, also, don't ever play either of the spiritual sequels to Clock Tower, like the remothered games. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. I no, feel no, like no. that's a bad idea. 
Well, the first one actually reviewed well, but we're not talking about that. I tried to play it, and it's dog shit. Um, so obviously, you know, the... Uh, obviously, they didn't go in that direction. They ended up going with the kind of... RE4 was the village... Uh, Dr. Salvador, which is one of my favorite names of any enemy in a video game. <laughs> that's pretty uh, awesome. Because, uh, you know, that's the, the, the bag head with the chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, it would have been kind of cool to kind of go in a more Silent Hill direction with less enemies and more focused on, like, Actual kind of like this is gonna sound weird. Actual like terror and horror, as opposed to like jump scares and monsters. Okay, I, I think I, I, I still positively love Resident Evil Four. It's one of my top five favorite games of all. Probably top ten at this point. Top ten favorite games of all time. But I still like. I remember being in high school and seeing the original trailer and thinking, "Holy crap! I need to play this." And I did not watch horror or play horror at that point in my life. But I was still so into the idea that I was really hyped about it. Yeah, I will give you uh I will give you credit in the fact that you like deep dived, deep dove into horror like nobody I've ever seen before or <laughs> known before. Because like you will often tell me you're like, Yeah, like five years ago or six years ago or whatever. Like I didn't I didn't watch any horror at all. And I'm like, Man, you've watched a shit ton and have like really well thought out views and opinions on a lot of stuff for such a short window. Uh, well, it's a little bit longer than that. It was like, I was 19 or 20 when I first started getting into it. So when we first became friends, yeah, it was probably five or six years at that point. Yeah. But yeah, I just, um, something clicked and I, I can tell you the, the, we've talked about this, the two movies that kind of really led to it were Freddy vs. Jason and Battle Royale mm -hmm. were the ones that like really kind of like opened the horror floodgates. And I guess to a point when I realized horror can be comedic as well, Shaun of the Dead, even though Jason seeing Jason X in theaters really should have shown me that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So what you got big dog. So I talk about this one all the time. And I know okay. it's going to make people uncomfortable, but uh -oh. I'm going to do it anyway, because I have been wanting, like, for, gosh, it's been, like, 15 years at least, uh, I've known about this movie, and I have wanted nothing more than just out of pure morbid curiosity to see this movie. Okay. Uh, and I know you've heard me talk about it on... Every show, whatever show is called that we've done together, you've heard me talk about it. Uh, the 1972 Jerry Lewis movie, The Day the Clown Cried. Oh, gosh, you haven't talked about this in a while. I know, I've, because I like people, people like are weirded out by the fact that I want to see this movie. So basically. Uh, Jerry Lewis stars in this movie, uh, about this clown named Helmut Dork, D-O-O-R-K. 
Helmut, H-E-L-M-U-T, dork. Uh, and it takes place uh, during uh, World War II in Nazi Germany. And basically, Jerry Lewis is the is the clown, and he's like this failing down on his luck clown uh, that one day in this bar uh, drunkenly makes fun of Hitler while um, Hitler and his um, uh, associates are in there, and they make him basically a political prisoner. They throw him in one of the uh, concentration camps and they see that in order to pass the time and to keep his sanity, he continues to do all of his clown, like his magic tricks and stuff like that, like juggling and, and all that stuff. And they notice how the kids seem to be, you know, at ease around him and all of this. So uh, to lessen his punishment and to um, uh, try and earn his way out. He agrees to essentially help keep the kids occupied and not paying attention and, um, you know, keep them distracted as they are uh, let off to die is the most polite way that I can say it. Yikes. Yeah, you can tell why this movie has never been released, uh, mostly because I'm pretty sure it never got finished. Um, but there's at least 30 minutes that randomly at one point, and I think it was like 2016, found its way online and then was quickly taken down. Um, but the the history of the movie and the controversy behind the movie is just like, for whatever reason... I just, I, I can't shake it. Like, I, I gotta see this movie. And, uh, it just, like, it, cause don't get me wrong, like, it does not sound like a, you know, fun movie that I want to see. But, my God, like, just to, to, to watch it just out of, like, what were they thinking? Like, who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Yeah. Um, because holy shit, um, it, it's, it's literally a movie about a clown basically pied pipering kids to their death, which is just like astounding to me that something like that could even exist. So, um, it's one of those that it's, it's, it has haunted me because I've known about it for so long um, that I've got it like at this point like I gotta see it I have to see it do you think you ever will no, I doubt it because I, I, I think I think it's kind of it's been alluded to that like it's not done and it never was finished because there was a big dispute about financing and, um, you know, it, 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 I, I'm 99% sure that it never got finished. But I would love to see, you know, the footage that does exist. And there's been, like, documentaries and stuff that have, like, bits and pieces of it. But, um, yeah, no real footage, like, of note has come out. But, my God, it would be crazy. So, so, 
So I got two more that, okay. I, that I kind of want to touch on. Do you want the low hanging fruit or the deceptive trailer? Let's get the uh, low hanging fruit first. We'll get the easy one out of the way. All right. I feel like it has to be talked about. There are games that have rebuilt it from the ground up from everything. I got to talk about it just for five minutes. Silent Hills. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, kind of got announced a little bit, and it was the, the turnaround time about the game being announced and the PT popping up on the PlayStation Store was insane. I want to say like 72 hours, maybe, probably less. Um, and this is probably the biggest and most famous example of a canceled game. Uh, I mean, this is the reason Hideo Kojima left Konami after 25 years or more. Yeah. Um, so the game uh, written by Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima, directed by Guillermo del Toro and Hideo, J- Hideo Kojima, starring Norman Reedus, um, relaunch of what a series that I thought, like, everyone thought Silent Hill was dead. Uh, like I think the last thing that had been released before that was like Shattered Memories is what it's called. It's the it's a vague remake of the original Silent Hill on Wii, except you don't get any weapons. Oh, that sounds difficult. It, it, that's why I said vague remake. Yeah. Uh, so PT comes out. Uh, I. Legit, I was sitting next to friend of the show, Kyle, when he downloaded it and booted it up. And, you know, the the crazy thing is, and this is going to sound so weird, is you literally just walk this square. It's leave your garage, down the hall, down a hall, down a hall, into the kitchen, back into the garage. Like, it's the same square. Um. Weird shit starts happening. Apparently there are like five different endings just to this playable teaser because it was called <laughs> PT for playable teaser, playable trailer, whatever. Um, and then like this shit is page one of Reddit, page one of like top post on our gaming, top post on our horror, like trending on Twitter. Like everyone is hype as fuck for this game. And then, like, three weeks later, Konami announces they canceled the game. I'm not, I can't remember what the reasoning is. I can't remember what it is. Kojima gets so pissed, he bounces. Like, he straight up just leaves. Um, and it led to him being banned from the Game Awards for a few years. It, there was just a bunch of... I would love to know what happened behind those closed door meetings and to know how in the year of our Lord 2019 that Konami still had so much sway that they can get people banned from the fucking video game awards. Yeah, that is. Yeah, interesting. But the craziest part to me is the mythos around the game and the shit that like has come out of it. Like there's a game you can go on PlayStation right now and download called Visage. V-I-S-A-G-E. That is... Um, 
Like, and it, it's basically an homage and kind of done in the vein of uh, PT and what was supposed to become Silent Hills. Um, and, you know, like, the Silent Hills ended up giving us a lot of good stuff. It revitalized and changed the dying Resident Evil franchise because, good God, that had turned into a cover-based action series somehow. Yeah, like, uh... Legitimately, if Resident Evil 6 is your favorite Resident Evil game, I assume your other hobbies are coloring and... <laughs> yeah. Not having an indoor voice. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one took me by surprise. That was good. Uh, it, it is infuriating that we're never going to see it come to light. Because, like, legitimately, I I deep dive into games. I like, the, the three big things in my life are, like, it, my three big hobbies in my life are video games, professional wrestling, Professional wrestling, horror movies, and video games in that order. And I I throw myself into those. And it's just, like, in all my life, I, I can't think of, you, you can take your, like, because, you know, a bunch of people, I, I saw people talking about, like, oh, nothing this big has ever happened since they canceled the, the port of Halo 2 yeah. over to, P, or of Halo over to PS2. And it's like, this is nowhere close to the same realm because Halo still came out. Yeah, that's not even close to the same thing. Um, but, yeah, and there's, like, there are a bunch of, not a bunch, I can think of, I can't I can't think of the name of one, but it's supposed to be kind of like this alternate reality Silent Hills. But then Visage I already mentioned, and then there's one called Allison Road, which is, I believe, still not done. Even though it was supposed to come out in, like... Is it based on the Gin Blossom song? <laughs> no. I would I be mean, down with that. To... Oh, shit. It got full-on canceled, finally. Oh. I'm sure, they... I'm sure they got a fucking cease and desist from... Yeah, I'm going to send you this screenshot from from it, and... Like, tell tell me that they didn't deserve to get a cease and desist from uh, Konami for that. But I just, it's in, <laughs> and there's a reason I keep talking about it six years after it got canceled and everything. It's just because it's so, like, in, I fucking hate not knowing about why it got canceled and the fact that they were just like, fuck it, fuck Kojima, he doesn't get anything from us anymore. Oh, yeah, that's a direct ripoff. Yeah. Like, direct. So. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, if there's one thing that I love. Butts. Besides butts, which I do. I love me a good butt. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's your CDL if it's a big one, though. Mm -hmm. you got to be able to handle that dump truck. You know. That's why I got glasses, so I can pass that test. Um, I love 80s cartoons about properties that should not have cartoons. Okay. I love cartoons based on R-rated movies or scary movies or, like, things that shouldn't have animated series 
but do. And looking at you, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, Toxic Avenger, Rambo, um, even to a to a lesser extent, real Ghostbusters probably shouldn't have. I mean, it was a pretty dark at times movie that was not really aimed at kids. Um, Mr. T shouldn't have had a card. He was, he was a bad man, but, uh, attack of the killer tomatoes. Yeah. Like all these, but there's one that almost lent itself to an, a, a show, an animated show for kids. And it got a pilot that went into production but was never released and never aired, and I really want to see it because would you not love a Saturday morning cartoon based on Gremlins? Oh my god, yes. And so, in the 80s, there was a, um, because you can actually go back to a 1990 issue of, ready for this, Bugs Bunny magazine. Uh, that talked about that was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing um, that there was an animated TV adaptation that was possibly titled going to be titled Gizmo and the Gremlins um, that was supposedly going to involve Gizmo and, um, you know, some of the other good Mogwai as they uh, went against uh, the evil Gremlins uh, the pilot did enter production, but it was never released publicly. Uh, there are two different camps of thought. One is either parents complained about the potential violence of Gremlins, uh, the actual movie. Um, but Joe Dante says uh, that the cartoon was never finished because Gremlins 2 did so bad. In the box office, it flopped real bad. Um, no footage has ever been released. There's literally just that write-up in the magazine and people saying that it had been in production. Otherwise, no one would ever know that it had ever ex- existed. Wow. I legit never heard about this before, like, three minutes ago. I would... Yeah. And that's actually something that, like... Like, you can make Gremlins into a family-friendly cartoon pretty yeah. easily. Easier than you can probably do something like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or, you know, The Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Or Rambo. Um, but yeah, I can't believe that that actually never saw the light of day. That one kind of baffles me. Yeah, you would figure that, you know, something with adorable characters and the, uh, like, the, uh, the options for merchandise. It seems like a home run. But never, never saw the light of day. So, oh well. That's actually, like, kind of baffling. <laughs> right? So... Now I'm also sitting here trying to think about, like, uh, other other um, other like properties that don't work. Like, you, you know what actually kind of would have been fun and would have lended itself pretty well to um, a cartoon? What's that? The Warriors. 
I feel like if, if you made if you made the Warriors today as an Adult Swim cartoon, it would probably work. Oh yeah. Uh, but I don't know if back in the day. I mean, I would have watched it because I love the Warriors, not as much as you, obviously, but I do enjoy the Warriors. It's, it is a, uh, not a guilty pleasure of mine, but it is a, um, it's one that I enjoy. Yeah. So you, uh, are you ready for the case of mistaken identity? Let's, let's do this. Again, this one's a, <laughs> Matt, I did not get you pregnant. Ah. Okay. I probably got you pregnant. Um, let's, let's, uh, rewind back to, I believe it was either 2000 or 2001. I believe it was 2001 because it was a, a GameCube thing. And they were discussed, like, you know, one of the trailers they released is, and they were just kind of like throwing everything at the wall with the, the GameCube announcement at E3. But the Legend of Zelda trailer they showed looked to kind of be a sequel or at least kind of in the same vein as the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time with uh, Ganon um, or Ganondorf and Link having a sword fight in the Temple of Time. Okay. And All right. at one point, like, you know, they're, they're going at it. Link throws his shield down, just runs up and the swords hit. Bang! The Legend of Zelda. So let's uh, fast forward to E3 2002. And, you know, the, the, I remember, like, the rumors, everything. It's like, guys, like, Zelda's coming. It's like, fuck yeah. Well, let's, let's, I'm ready for this. Uh, Majora's Mask sure is a game, and I know a lot of people love it. <laughs> I'm not one of them. Um, and I, I've got my whole rant about if you say Majora's Mask is your favorite Zelda game, you're a pretentious douche. Um, I'm not going to do that now. That's a, a rant for another day. Another day. Um, <laughs> say, geez, coming in hot about Majora's Mask. I like it, though. Not to so, get on the game. I, I like the fact that you come in hot about it. <laughs> so the trailer comes out, and it starts on this island, this cell-shaded island. And then you see Link looking all tiny, young, and cell-shaded. And, you know, it was the, the trailer shows some gameplay, shows some stuff, and it, it looks enjoyable, but it's not what people were expecting. And, you know, it was, it ended up, it was the trailer for Wind Waker. Yay, Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker. Wind Waker's great. Um, and I genuinely do. I love Wind Waker. But if Twitter had been a thing in 2002 and smartphones had been, Nintendo would have canceled the game. Like, the outpouring of visceral hatred that, like, that trailer got was awful and a bunch of people had to like eat shit like eight months later when the game got released because it's it's great 
But, like, there were so many people that were so pissed off because they were like, they turned Zelda into a kid's game. It's like, it's a Nintendo, like, it's a Nintendo franchise moron in yeah, this kid's game. Yeah, it's specifically designed, whether you want to believe it or not, for yeah. kids. It's like, it, it would be like, oh, they designed that Disney movie for kids. That makes me mad. Like, um, duh. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side of that, there are also the parents who are like, all superhero movies should be for children. It's like, did you ever see Blade 2, <laughs> son of a bitch? I think, I, I think everybody, if they haven't seen Blade 2, it should be required. It should be. Blade 2 is amazing. Yeah. It's the second best Blade movie in the franchise. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to send you a text, and you're going to take that back. Like, legitimately. <laughs> so, you got anything else, though? I got one more. All right. What you got? And this one is, uh, I'll make this one real quick because um, there's not really a lot known about I tried to go for, like, the stuff that, like, there's really not much about it because uh, this one is actually listed as existence unconfirmed. Ooh. So, you see that, by the way? Oh, fuck, I take it back. Yeah, yeah, you're changing your mind real quick. Take it you? back, I take it back. 100%, I take it back. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, on the record, I take it back. Um. Uh, so, you know, uh, in the mid-90s, uh, Jim Carrey was everybody's favorite actor ever for everything? Yeah. Let's go with yes, for the purposes of this argument. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Uh, well, in 1994, he made a little movie called The Mask. A little bit, yeah. And it was a, it was a huge hit. Um, you know, he was was catapulted into the stratosphere uh, along with Ace Ventura and all that other stuff. Like it, it cemented him as a star, basically. And, uh, of course, after it became a box office hit, there was a bunch of rumors about a sequel, as there always are when a movie becomes real popular. And Jim Carrey has gone on record as to say he really, especially at that time, did not enjoy playing the same character more than once because it was not really challenging and it was basically retreading. So he, um, uh, he had reportedly turned down, uh, $10 million cool. to be in the mask too. Now, uh, you know, eventually we got another mask movie. Uh, no, we didn't. yeah. No. Um, no. but, what if that movie was not the second mask movie? What if there was a second mask movie that had at least started some kind of production? Okay. Because uh, I return you to the classic publication of our youth, Nintendo Power. Uh, what? That in issue 77. Okay. Ran a contest where the winner would get to visit the set of the mask too. And they provided a logo and some information about, uh, if you won the contest, you got to go to the set of the mask too, and you could be an extra. Whoa. Uh, so it seems kind of in the light of that evidence, it seems kind of weird to run a contest with that kind of a prize if there was not anything, you know, in production, right? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. And so uh, the guy 
um, uh, was contacted, the guy that won it, because there actually was a winner uh, who uh, declined, uh, and he was given the option of uh, either getting a cash payout or waiting for the movie to be made in the future so that he could have the original, you know, talked about prize. And probably in one of the smartest moves in the history of the world, he chose to take the money instead. Good call. Uh, so he got $5,000 uh, to not be in the second Mask movie. Um, and according to him, he also, as part of it, uh, he got, you know, a big, like, um, THQ and Mask, like, prize pack. Okay. And uh, including inside the box a Mask 2 crew jacket. Huh. So uh, they made it, they made crew jackets and they offered a a, a walk on extra role as a prize. So at least you know there's a little bit of evidence to show that at least at some point it was in some kind of production. But, of course, we never got a Mask 2 with Jim Carrey or anything like that. But I think that's just a kind of an interesting story. No, that's a very enthralling and... Why am I using enthralling so much? That's very interesting. God damn it. Um, don't make the show fancy. Yeah, we're not fancy. Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. <laughs> there you go. That's the only country music reference you're going to get today. But I... Yeah, because, I mean, I remember... Being young and wishing that there was another mask movie. Yeah. And I really liked the original. So to know that there was apparently at least pre-production work done. It's weird that he doesn't like playing the same character, but he did two Ace Ventura movies. And he did two, well, sadly, he did a second Dumb and Dumber movie, but that movie was crap. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He did a second Ace Ventura movie. I guess they paid him more than $10 million. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning would be. Um, but yeah, so I would love to see, you know, concept art or ideas or something. Not even like a finished product, but like what they had in mind to top like the CGI and stuff in the Mask 1 for the Mask 2. If they had Jim Carrey back and like all of the principal players, I think that would be kind of yeah. cool. So. so, yeah, no, those were my those were my big ones, along with the Nightmare on Elm Street game, but I used that to introduce it. So uh, that one's uh, those were the ones that like stuck out at me across. There was also a um, uh, an evening with Stephen Lynch that like hit my heart. Um, but uh, yeah, those were those were the big ones that I picked up on that I was like, dang. But yeah, if you go to lostmediawiki.com, you can spend forever and a day looking through lost everything. It's damn fun. Oh yeah. And this is definitely going to be something we come back to. In the future. <laughs> so, well, if we had the, if we had the button it'd be sorry, our friends were out of time. Uh, I mean, we can have the button if you give me a second. Yeah, that was, that was an old show thing. Uh, we're better than that. I mean, are we? we and can... Velm. So, I mean, do you want the weather alert? I don't know. 
Now, uh, it's supposed to rain over the couple in the next few days. Oh, we could yeah. use a weather alert. We could use a weather alert. Good. So Good. let's see here. Uh, if we were to have a weather alert, I wonder what it would sound like. Let's see. It would sound something like this, All probably. Right. Weather alert. Fuck you, Chip. Yep. That's All it. right. That's Thank you, weather. Sam for Sam. <laughs> I love the fact that you, you, you still know his name. Uh, Sam Chip Chapley, and yep. Su- Susan Furrowbrusen. <laughs> so, what was it like? All the like, whatever. How many pounds of macaroni salad? And uh, the twenty pounds of macaroni yeah. salad in, in the dumpster. My, yeah, in the dumpster behind my apartment. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, I feel like we are out of time. Uh, our, our studio time is coming to an end, but man, this was a fun one. Yeah, we got to revisit. Um, we got to revisit uh, the Lost Media at some point, and we are still on the lookout for a, uh, a book club book from yeah, someone in prison. Yeah. So sorry. Now we have Mystical Ninja Star and Goman on Nintendo yeah. 64. Yeah, if you so, know a guy, let us know. So uh, get on that, uh, trusty listener. Um, but, uh, yeah. So if you are incarcerated and you and your incarcerated circle can read a book with us and provide us like real time, not real time updates, but, you know, like regular updates, we will talk, but I don't know about some space dolphin booby book. I don't know that that they don't even have access to read. We'd basically just be discussing it. A book with someone who's already read it, which eh, no, yeah, no. and again, like we appreciate a for effort. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate how anyone else reach out to us. About no, idea, except so for the one, you. the one wizard penis guy. But I'm uh, have we never heard from again. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm like, yeah, but we won't be able to actually like you know talk about it. Yeah, because how great would it be if we're like, all right, we're gonna talk about this book, and then it's like. The following call is from an inmate oh, at the correctional facility. God. And then we're like, all right, so we're on chapter so two. Happy. <laughs> Again, if you are a, if you're an inmate, uh, 830-ish yep. Eastern Standard Time, if you want to use your phone time, 270-883-1617. Oh, God, we'll take your call every day from from the inside. Yeah. Would you like to take a call from an inmate at the We would be like, yes. Yes. Every time. <laughs> Every time. So, yeah. Other than that, um, patreon.com slash podcast. If you want to uh, support our Patreon or uh, download the TN2M Shows app, which got a hell of a cool update last week. It did. It's so a beautiful if, uh, looking app now. Uh, it makes it even easier to find all of the shows on the Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Your favorite shows like Superhero Deep Dive, Before It All Starts Again, Again, Us, of course, Nerd Alert, and all of the uh, the Talk Nerdy to Me archive. So, yeah, the Talk Nerdy to Me archive is on there. Uh, so, yeah, you can get all of that, um, plus more. It, it, uh, you can direct call from the app. You can find our Facebook, our Twitter you can email it. Like, there's a lot of stuff on that app. Uh, it's completely free. TN2M shows on your Google Play store. Woo! And until next time, my friends, uh, hashtag uh, FWB podcast on all your social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, well, we have extra new stuff 
for like prize packs and that kind of stuff. New logos, old logos, old talk, nerdy to me merchandise. Uh, if you put hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile and send us proof, we will send you a prize pack, please. And thank you. Um, until then, stay happy, stay safe for Chris, for also Chris, for Sam, for Sam, Chip Chapley and Susan for a bruising. Thank you <laughs> for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>